Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of On the Clock. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day yesterday. We have an exciting agenda for you today. Today, we have YSR Stephen Costa joins the show to talk about how he's changing the game in the youth sports. Also, we have my dude, Andres Borregales, five-star kicker down south in Miami. I know I know, Raul is excited to be talking to him. He's a commit to University of yes, Miami. Yes, sir. Yes, We sir. have him on the show. You're in for a great one here. So, Roel, how was your Father's Day weekend? How was it all? Man, it, it was pretty good, man. It was, it was, uh, you know, had a great time yesterday with the family and spending time with those guys. And I'm going to tell you what, my, my family's freaking, they're kooks. They all had their own personality. Got some pretty cool stuff, gifts-wise, uh, for the podcast. So, I'm... It was a good day yesterday, man. What about yours? How, how was yours, man? It was great. I got to spend time with the kids, the yeah. wife, um, breakfast in bed this morning. Ooh. I was I was pretty pumped about it. Ooh. So I'm a big corned beef hash fan. Really? Corned beef There's hash? not many of us out there. There's no, not many of us yeah, out there. Yeah, it's like a small community. Well, when I told the wife about it, she kind of looked at me sideways and said, really? Yeah, like, Corned beef hash? That's what you want for breakfast? I don't breakfast? even know what section oh. in Walmart that's at. <laughs> I don't know it's, in, it's, it's, it's in the ethnic side, okay? okay. It's in the ethnic okay. side. Okay. I mean, Anyhow, sure. so corned beef hash with mm. eggs nice. mixing together. Nice. It's a great breakfast. Yeah. My daughter brought it up in bed yeah, with a little right. tray. That she colors on. Oh man! But it was uh, it was great. Enjoy that and um, spent time with the fan. Went to the pool, relaxed for a little bit, and then came back and uh, enjoy some good some good dinner and and talk to our Jefferson staff yeah. about the week that's going to be. And it was a good time. Yeah, man. I, I I same thing here, man. I didn't get breakfast in bed. I mean, I got a farmer's breakfast, which was freaking amazing. If you don't know what a farmer's breakfast <laughs> breakfast is, it's <laughs> eggs, chopped up onions, potatoes. Sausage mixed good in stuff. There. Oh, my God. It puts you to sleep, bro. I had two helpings. I woke up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I was there like, you go. what the hell That's happened? That's a great day. Yeah, it was That's great. That's a great day. It was great. But I needed that after what happened on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Tell me what happened on Friday. So I, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this, but I, I want you to understand what happened to me. And I was waiting for the podcast to tell you. Okay. On Friday, I've decided to, uh, and I don't know, I got I got this wild kick said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lift some weights. At my job, they have a weight room upstairs, right? Okay. The weight room is nothing fancy. It is a sweat box made from one of the Rocky Balboa movies. <laughs> this thing is freaking a sweat box uh, waiting to happen. There's no freaking fans. There's no ventilation. It's just old school uh, dumbbells, bench press, Hard plate weights, not that, not that rubber yeah. stuff. Yeah, not that rubber stuff you see. Like you talk about that nineteen forties weight, right? Gym. The ones you drop no and AC, you know nothing. You got fans playing. Yeah, that's exactly. all you got in there. Exactly. You got ACDC playing in the freaking music. Like it's hard rock. Like and when you drop these weights, everybody hears it. You break a foot. Like everybody. Yeah, yeah. This is not safety <laughs> concerned, right? So I'm thinking to myself, I'm gonna lift some weights on Friday. Not to mention, you know, I've been watching the spikes that have been going all along. So I want to lift some weights. I'm like, you know what, I'm a it's Father Day weekend. Let me let me lift some weights. I get in this weight room and I take my shirt off. And, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not naked or anything. I have a another shirt on. <laughs> I got a towel. I got, thank goodness I, for that. Yeah, thank goodness. Thank you don't want to see. For that. Right. I'm trying to work out, so everything's flopping everywhere. So we got to make sure everything's. I keep a shirt on just in case. Okay. <laughs> right. Keep uh, everything okay. Right. Right. Keep everything tight. So then I, I 
I sanitize, I wipe down, I've, I've got all the stuff down, and I'm going to lift weights. Bro, I got in, I put on 135, okay? 135. Is on, the bench? On, on the, the bench? bench? on the bench? On the bench. On the bench. On a Friday. On the bench. I just want to tighten up the chest. That's all That's I want to do. I just want to tighten it up. Okay. And, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, let me let me put 135 on. That's an easy, that's an easy warm-up weight. That's super easy. It's a 45-pound plate on each side. That's it. The bar is 45. So it all totals out to 135. I get the bar. Right, and I did like a little. I don't know if you you see this, but I did like a little type on my chest. That's what I did. Yeah, I you get yourself hyped up. And I want you the listeners to hear that. Like I, I patted my. I don't care if you lift weights. You're a true weightlifter. You give yourself the pat on the chest. A, a one two. You give yourself a yeah, one two. Ready one, to go. Two. I'm I'm in it. This is me. I'm ready to go. So I grab this damn thing and I pick it up, and I I put it up and I'm like ah, all right, bring it to the chest. Boom, that's one. And as I'm going up, I realized yeah. 135 never never felt like this never before. Felt this way. No, oh, no. Never felt this way, bro. As I brought it back down, it literally sits on my chest. It got stuck? It got freaking stuck. This is oh, 135. No. So everybody's listening to this is probably laughing in their car like, <laughs> what a, <what laughs> a week. Can't push 135. I can't get this thing up. I can't move it. And I'm starting to get scared. I'm freaking out a little bit. Quarantine's got you bad. Oh, my God. I thought, I cannot be this out of shape. There's no way. So, bro, I put, I, I'm trying, I'm struggling to get this freaking thing up. I have begun dry humping the air. I am driving my hips up in the air. I am dry is humping. Is anyone up there with you? There's nobody. All I have on. Nobody. Bro, all I have is my AirPods, my, my, my cell phones and another bench playing music through my AirPods, okay? And I'm trying to get this thing off, and I cannot get it off. I look to my left like in, in, in just confusion. What the hell is going on? When I What's happening right now? Right. When I look to my left, some a-hole left resistant bands around oh, the bar, no. pulling oh, no. it down to the floor, and it's bolted. I haven't seen this before. It's, I'm like, well, you cannot be kidding. And on the, on the side of that little... Resistance band says 50 pounds. Oh, man. So I look to my so right. Add, so add 100. So add 100. Yeah, I looked I looked to my right. The same band is over there. I'm like, is this 235 <laughs> sitting on my chest? You're pushing right? 235. <laughs> on no warm-up. On no warm-up, bro. It's sitting on my chest, and now I am humping the air as violently as I can possibly <laughs> trying to get this damn thing <laughs> off my chest. And Siri saves my life, or, or I thought she did. I start screaming, Siri, Siri, hey, Siri. All of a sudden, I hear the, the greatest voice I've ever heard in my life was Siri's voice. Yes, how can I help you? Please call Jose. <laughs> it's one of my guys that's downstairs. Please call Jose. Help me. Calling Jose. Please. <laughs> Please. This thing, she starts ringing the phone. He picks up. What's up, boss? What are you doing? Hey, man, come upstairs. I need you really I quick. I need you. Right I need now. you. You don't know how much emergency is. He goes, no problem. Hangs up the phone. I had thoughts of trying to roll it, but I was like, if this thing goes to my neck, I'm no, done. No, if it gets on your throat, you're done. Oh, I'm done. I can't push it down to my legs or my waist because the bands are pulling. I am literally stuck like this. The only thing I start noticing is I think I can unclip the band. The band. There's like this little quick release, which I'm, I'm hoping this is what it was invented for. <laughs> <laughs> I slide my hand. I do some funky little dance, slide my hand over, click it. The whole thing falls over to the right. Tilts over to the other side. And then it tilted to the left. As that happens, I rack the weight. I sit up with a, with a, I mean, the reddest face <laughs> you can imagine. Sweat of is course. pouring, dripping off my beard. Jose comes and goes, do you need anything, boss? You know what, bro? I just want to make sure you, make sure you take your lunch today. Make sure. Way to play it off. Way I to play it I off. I didn't want to tell nobody. I couldn't tell nobody. 
I had called up the courage to tell you just now. I was scared so, for my life. So what we learned from the story. Don't live is by yourself. A, don't live by yourself. Two, yes. check the weights. And three, chest taps doesn't always nope. hype you up as doesn't, much as it needs it doesn't to hype do anything. you up. Number four, take Siri with you. Take Siri with, <laughs> take you. with you. If this was an Android, I would have a problem. And remember, you I told have you. A problem. Oh, you yeah. have a problem. I'm done. But I did this because, now, George, I did this because I saw the spikes that happened in right. Hillsborough County and around the United States. I thought, let me take some of these immune boosters. Let me let me go work out a little bit. Let me just do another thing and come find out. I mean, have you seen the news lately? It's been crazy. It's been crazy. How many teams of, of the Bucks now? The Bucks had a couple. Right. Report report from ESPN.com was at least two wow. players and, and, and one or two staff members tested wow. positive. Right. You got Kent State they reported 14 athletes. And I hope and our guy, the, I hope our the, guy Joshua Youngblood's good. We got to reach out to him and make sure he was good. He said he was good, uh, but they had to shut down the program. I mean, that's crazy. And the big one that made the headlines was was Clemson. Yep. Clemson had 23 two. kids, 23 kids tested positive, oh, man. So, so here's my question to you. You're on the clock. Here's my question. Do we have sports? Does sports happen in the fall, man? My take on this entire thing here is I think the sports that generate revenue are going to play the sports that don't generate revenue, your youth sports, even high school sports may see a delayed process, may see a spring league in, in essence, where we play a full season, but it won't be till January. At that mm-hmm. time, maybe a vi- maybe a uh, a vaccine is created at that point, right? Where it allows our players to actually play the game in a safely manner. But until then, it's gonna be tough for us to play. I agree, man, and it's not looking very promising. It's not looking very good, especially with all these spikes and programs. It's not looking very good, and it's gonna suck for these high school kids uh, that need to get film put on. They gotta go send out their recruitment, and it's for all sports, right? For baseball, basketball, all that stuff, man, not just football. It's going to suck for these kids here, man. So it's going to be a rough bit, man. Um, You guys stick around on the break after we're going to have two of our very special guests. We're going to have YSR, very own creator, Steve Costa. He has developed a program that's going to change youth football and how you find youth football. Also, I'm super excited. We're going to have a five-star athlete, five-star athlete kicker, out of Miami, Andreas Bogales. First one on the show. I can't First wait. First five-star on the show. First five I can't star wait. Guy, and he's a Miami guy, so you know I love it even more. I can't wait to have him talk to him. It's going to be an exciting show. Remember, stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're on the clock. Hey, what's going on on the clock, radio fans, man? Listen, I got something major for you guys, okay? If you're looking to start a podcast, you're looking to get intro of music, I need you to hit up my guy, okay, Jay Scudder. Uh, Jay Scudder is the one that helped us uh, develop the, the intro to our show. He's the one that developed this production. I'm telling you right now, he got very creative with it. It's called Engine Yard Productions. So you can send him an email at jscudder at gmail.com. You can find him on Facebook by searching Inch and a Yard Productions. You can also find him on IG on Instagram by simply searching Inch and a Yard Productions. All right, so next up on the show here on the Clock Radio, we have our good friend Steven Costa from YSR Sports. Steve, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? How you been, man? Been well. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you guys uh, letting me be on today. I really do. Oh, of course, man. Of course. We had to have you on, especially after uh, everything that you're going to be revolutionizing youth sports. So we had to have you here, man. So, so Steve, we're going to jump right into it here. 
I know that what you have going on here is going to change how people search youth sports, how people find great mm-hmm. organizations to, to take their kid across the United States. Um, so I know me, I, I have a four-year-old. She's about to enter sports. Um, Raul, I know you have a couple of older ones that are in youth sports yep, sure right do. now. Yep. Yep, so, you know, for me, being a young father, my kid's four years old. I'm sorry. I'm looking for that organization now. And, you know, from, from our conversation, you've developed uh, a software, a website where people can go to it directly, type in their zip code, find out what organizations are near them. So I want to turn over to you. Tell us a little bit more about it. How can people find it? You know, what is it good for and how is it going to change the youth sports game? One of the things that we're trying to do is leverage technology to improve our life when it comes to youth sports. Right. Um, being in technology, I, I try to leverage, you know, what we do in terms of how applications, how we communicate, how we send messages, how we even order food. Yeah. And being involved in sports, you know, I've been coaching football since 1994, and I've coached many different age groups from youth all up to high school and, and, and so forth. And so many times parents, they've always asked me, hey, what's a good program for to put my child? And I try to give them the best advice based on my experience, but I've noticed that sometimes there's information out there and there's many different places to go. And having two children that participate in youth sports, you know, I have to go to this site or this app for this and then go to this site and this app for that. And then many times what's happening is we actually missed some information regarding my other child because we just didn't know. And so I figured maybe being a technologist and being someone involved in sports, if I can combine that to create a central repository where people can do review and research of the programs prior to registering their, their child or understanding when and where to go, how much it is to do before they make a commitment. Because what we do for our children, I'm sure you guys are the same way. We want to give them all the things that we didn't have. We want to give them a better environment, a better life. So I looked at it and I said, hey, I don't see anything else out there like that. So our site offers review and research information of, of all youth sports, when to sign up, where to sign up. Uh, it even offers information of turning like if you need a private coach, because let's say your child is starting to excel and you want to give him that little extra um, training or the little extra one-on-one development, we have that capability as well also. So so what you're saying is, because, you know, one of the things that bothered me recently was I had a buddy that lives in a certain area here locally in Tampa, and I sent him to an organization. I was like, hey, this is down the street from your house. This is where you want to go. Well, they ended up merging with another organization. They moved. So my buddy went out there ready to sign up because, George, there's no one here. What happened? I had no idea because, again, it's been a few months as I talked about it at the youth organization. So with your website here, I could have just told him, hey, go visit the website, type in your zip code, and, and boom, right there it populates all the information they're going to need to know, contact information, registration fees. Now, what sports are you covering? Because I know, I mean, I know we're all involved in football, but, I mean, nationally there's six, seven, eight major sports that, that kids are pretty involved in. So, so talk us through what exactly the sports are going to be available on your site. So, you know, you bring up two really valid points, and, and one of the things I want to go back to is you talked about, let's say if a team merges. So one of the things I feel to enable technology to be different is to make it self-sufficient or make it a way that the programs or the organization, so in the situation where these two merge, the programs are going to have the ability to go in and update themselves. Wow. So if two programs do merge or if there's a new registration date, you know, they'll be able to update it themselves. So 
naturally we are going to use technology to poll and, and do artificial intelligence and machine learning to grab a lot of information. Um, but again, it's only as good as, as the algorithm. So if there is something we may miss, the programs are going to have the ability to, to search and add information in there as well. And then you mentioned, you know, the youth sports. I knew when I grew up, you know, a boy from New York, and I'm a little bit of an old guy, there was four <laughs> major sports. You know, we had football, baseball, soccer, you know, basketball. That was pretty much it. And every season would kind of rotate. Today, you know, especially where we live down here in Florida and, and the way we are communicating on the internet, there's over 20 different youth sports that the children have access to. So right. we have everything on our website from football to hockey to even special needs children. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. That's man. incredible. That's awesome. And, and I, for the site, for me, just so you know, like I'm a military, prior military member, I served in the Air Force 15 years, and we, we moved around a lot. And like a lot of military families, these families have children that want to play youth sports. And I, I know when I moved from place to place, it was hard to find youth sports in the sense of, okay, where, where am I going to go? Should I go here? Should I go there? Where are these locations? A lot of these youth teams are across, and it's crazy, but a lot of them are not even registered online where you can go find them. Find them. You right. really have to be inside the community and, and start trying to network with people to try to figure out where to go. So this is, I mean, this is going to change everything with you. It's a one-stop shop. It's it one really shop. is, man. It really is. And I, I can see people just getting behind this and, and being able to to log in. I mean, it, it's it's like you said when we talked before. It's it's the help of of youth uh, sports trying to figure out where you're going and how and how to how to get your kid involved into these programs. And and also, do you do you have? Uh, you, I know you said major sports, but are you going to have like gym uh, gymnastics or cheerleading on there as well uh, on these sites, or that's to come? No. So um. So right now, so the site that we have up there currently as of today mm -hmm. is 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 list many sports. But the many sports that are there is because our database has grown tremendously. So the site technically can't handle what's, what's out there because right. that's how quick we're growing. So we're launching on July 4th. Yes. And July 4th, we're going to have all these different programs. Mm -hmm. So sports including gymnastic, uh, cheering, uh, martial arts. Um, oh, yeah. Hockey, field hockey, roller hockey, <laughs> ice hockey, <laughs> There's so football, much. tackle football, seven-on-seven seven football. Yeah. I mean, you name it, all these different programs. And then on top of that, we're creating, as you mentioned, this Yelp for Youth Sports. Listen, in our life today, we, and especially because of social media today, right. we have the ability to, to post information. Well, I want our site to be a resource information for both positive reviews and negative reviews. I don't want someone just complaining because their little Bobby, their little Susie didn't get the appropriate amount of playing time. Right. This is youth sports. All the children should listen, learn, and have fun. Right. But if there's something going on that you feel is a poor experience that you want to share your time, your commitment, your, you know, your experience, well, I want this to have a rating structure so you can put it out there. So I may say, hey, Team Blue is a great team. You might right. like Team Red. Right. And so now the parents going to have to go through and look and, and read, well, this team blue has been around 10 years. Team red has been around two years, right. you know? And so now you'll be able to see the experience from other people. And then you can base your decision on where to put your child. That's best for your location, your zip code and the needs of your child. Just make awesome, sure man. when you do the site and you list all that stuff, 
whenever we list the Tampa Bay Jags on there, make sure you don't list all the championships. The, the page may run out of of, of space. Yeah, you, you might have to create a whole another website for the Tampa Jags. Yeah. They're going to need a, a second tab to, to finish <laughs> listing all the accomplishments that organization's had. So so let, yeah. let's leave that out. Uh, <laughs> but, but I'm pretty sure now, they're going to be appreciative now, you of You bring it. up a good point. You bring up a good point because you figure all the sports that are covered across the U.S. You know, football right. is a predominantly Florida sport. Right, but right. you may get up to, you know, Iowa and, and some of those northern states that are in the cold most of the time. They're big hockey fans. Exactly. They're big. That's what they do. What, that's what those kids do year round. So being able to kind of appeal to every type of demographic across the U.S. is going to be huge. And, and for organizations to be able to go in there and update their information. So we just had an uh, athletic director change. We need to change our website information. Yep. We need to change our fees. Those things are going to be impactful, so you can go on there. And you think about youth sports. The one thing that I that I strongly believe that doesn't happen often enough in organizations is they don't promote themselves. They yeah. don't do any marketing. It's right. all based on word of mouth. And you think about I know I know here locally in Tampa, you know we got organizations that are merging with each other. And a lot of times it's good organizations, but bad marketing. So kids don't know where they're at. Parents don't know where to find them. And they're forced to shut down and merge with somebody else. And this is going to give those type of organizations the ability to say, hey, we're out here. Go give us a review. Go give us a go follow us. And that's going to push organizations to be better. Because, again, now you're on Yelp. You know, as a YSR, you're on that version of Yelp where people are going to leave reviews. So you're that yep. more tied to make sure you deliver a great product because people are going to see about it. People are going to read about it. And, and for yeah. me, and I, I, my fault. I didn't mean to interrupt. For me, I, I love I love coaching football. I, I, that's my number one. I love it. And my son played. They both my boys play. Oh, all three of them actually played. But for me, I, I can go ahead and look up swimming. I can look up something right. where I can go. You know what, guys? Look, there's we can go to a swim team over here. Let's go try swimming. Let's go try something else. We don't have to just be bottled into, okay, well, we do football every year, and that's it. But it shows me, oh, man, you know what? If I try 30 minutes this way, there's a coach who will teach my kid mm-hmm. swimming lessons, or show, there's a coach over here that's going to show him you know, a little bit of field hockey, which I think Jaden would probably be good in, in lacrosse. <laughs> he's, a, he's one of my bruisers over here, man, so he's, he's the one i got to worry about the most. But I, I think that just opens up more possibility of kids being able to play different sports than having to be just thought, okay, I'm only going to play football. You know right. what I mean? That's, that's all you know. Awesome. That's right. all you know. That's, what you, that's your bubble you stay in. Yeah. And for, for me, the other day, kid, kid you not, we were having this conversation with the wife. We're, we're thinking about putting my daughter in swim. Right. You know, she's four years old now. We want to start swimming. Yeah. And what does everybody do? Today's environment is let's go on Facebook and let's <laughs> type up in search of a swimming organization swim. yeah. and go. And then look, and, and but again, you're reluctant to the information those people know that they're right. going to post as well versus, hey, let me just go to YSRUSA.com. Let me go on there. Let me find out the information. I can turn my zip code whenever I want to. Exactly. At my leisure of it, I get different options. I can call, get, get, get the information there, and then be able to make a decision versus depending on what my friends know. Well, and, and, which, and which again, also, they're going to be limited because they're in the same bubble that we live in. Right, and also let's say you know a lot of kids, a lot of kids, mom and dads don't even stay together. So a lot of mo- a lot of times, right. mom and dad, dad lives in Texas, mom lives in Florida. You know, so and so is going to dad to go live with him for for the to, summer. For the summer, dad, you know, looks up some stuff. You know what? He come. I haven't had my son for nine months of the year. Let me let me see what I can do. Oh, you know what? There's here's hockey here. There's there's uh, you know what I'm saying lacrosse. There's football. There's basketball. Oh, there's swim. There's other things that he can just look up in an instinct by watch by looking up YSR, and just saying, okay, boom. Here now I have all these avenues I can bring my son to go do that we can do together. 
So, so Stephen, one thing I want to ask you, where can people go find the site uh, as far as consumers? How can you go get information about it? And then also, right. how can youth organizations get listed on the site um, and private coaches and, and trainers and those who, where can they go find that information to, to get on the, the Yelp of youth sports here? Yeah. So, so great question. And so what we're trying to do with our site is to make it easy, simple, and user-friendly. We want technology to be enabling to these programs. So if we can enable them to be efficient, everything is on the website, www.ysrusa.com. If you're a private coach and you want to register as a private coach, there's a submission form. You fill out the information. You can even have the ability to upload a logo or website, put your hours, your bio, submit it. You'll get listed on the private coaching session. And that will be listed in that specific sport. If you're an organization, let's say, you know, what you guys do with the, with the Jaguars, or what you guys do coaching high school football, if you're going to do a specific tournament or camp and you want to get it out there, you're going to be able to go to the site and say, hey, we want to register an event. Is it a tournament? Is it a camp? Is it a clinic? what sport it is, what are the dates, so the hours. So you're going to be able to list that, and, and it's going to get posted on the information. And everything you do is going to have the ability to upload some type of graphical information, whether it be a picture or a logo, as well as contact information. So our site is designed to be user-friendly, and that, again, is www.ysrusa.com. That's beautiful. man. And, again, it's going to change the game. It's going to change everything that we know about youth sports. I'm, I'm excited. And you launched July 4th, correct? Yes, July 4th. The site that's up there right now was an alpha stage, and it's grown tremendously. So thank you all, right. all the people who've given us the support already. Yeah. Um, but July 4th is, is the go-live date with all of the super new tool cools <laughs> coming our way. Well, And I know, like George mentioned earlier, I'm probably going to have to make a separate website of YSR for the Tampa <laughs> Jags. Just so I, and again, it is a long list of how many championships is there. Oh, but, it's a long list. <laughs> but no, man, thank you so much for, for coming on. And again, man, anytime you want to come back on, promote, or, or just, I really want to just get you on here to talk to us about some sports in general. Um, I, come back anytime, shoot us a text. You got our phone number. And I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push this thing out as much as I can, man, because I'm excited about it. I got to see the website, uh, and it is simple. It's easy to use. Man, I, when they see this thing July 4th, man, it's going to change the game completely. So I really appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, guys. Really do appreciate the time. I, I really enjoyed it and super excited to, to be part of the show and super excited to have this thing launched on July 4th. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much, man. Hey, guys, looking for some good barbecue? Check out River City Smokehouse, serving the best Texas-style barbecue in Tampa Bay. Established in 2019, their succulent meats are slow-smoked with a combination of hickory, cherry, and pecan wood, mellowed to the peak of flavor. They also ensure their size will rival your grandmother's southern soul. Open select weekends. For the latest information on how you can enjoy their tasty cue, log on to their website at www.rivercitysmokehouse.com. You can also like their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Smokehouse. Finally, for more personal service, you can pre-order by calling 1-855-787-2489. River City Smokehouse, it's flavor beyond relief. All right, so I'm excited to bring to you here a five-star kicker from down south. On the show now, we have Andres Borregales. How you doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. Thank you man, for coming so on, man. We, 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 just so you know, man, we were we were super excited. Uh, we love giving kids platforms. We love um, talking to college commits. 
It's something we really do. So when we saw came across, you know, a five star kicker, we're like, okay, let's let's take a look. And I, I showed George. I said, George, look at this kid's look at this kid's leg right here. This is this is ridiculous. It has to be robotic. It can't be part of his actual body, is it? And uh, we were taking a look at your videos, man, and, and we just wanted to tell you thank you for coming on and, and taking the time to talk to us, bro. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I appreciate and it. And I agree with you. I, I, as I was going through Twitter and looking at you, kickers' lives matter. <laughs> kickers are people, too. Yeah. Okay? Right. I see that's a hashtag you use all the time. Um, so, you know, the first question I got, so what got you into even playing football? Right. How you been playing football? Um, what got what kind of got you into it? Talk to us a little bit about it. Uh, so it, it first started off because like right by my house there's a there's a park and they had a football team there called Doral Broncos. Um, so it was my brother Jose at Miami right now. Um, right, right. He he went to the park one day and he said he wanted to play football. And me being the younger brother, uh, I wanted to do whatever he did. And then we both just ended up playing football there. And then I started when I was five, and my dad, my brother, started when he was ten. Wow. What was it? Did you start out playing in, in little, little league? Running back. Yeah, running back. I, I can't imagine like yeah. unless you were kicking field goals at nine years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't I mean, imagine. I started, I started practicing kicking when I was six. Really? Wow. Yeah. When did you know that you were going to be like, okay, this I can do this for real, for real? Like when you got um, to be in your teenage? I like really serious with it about like eighth grade because uh, those years up to eighth grade, I was playing football and soccer. Mm. So then once eighth grade came in, I just quit soccer and just stuck with football. That's awesome, man. Because I, like I said, I, Little League, you know, down here over here at least in Tampa – we don't we don't even attempt the field goal. <laughs> like everybody's nope. everybody's going, going for two. two. Every time. Yeah, everybody's going for two. Everybody's going for one. We don't even attempt trying to teach kicking. So I couldn't imagine having um, a kid like your talent at six years old that could possibly kick field goals. I would have really tried to do this at eight years old. I, I used to be a peewee coach, man. So I used to coach eight year olds, and they came and rushed to kick. So I used to imagine having a guy like you, like God. I wish I had one kid that could kick. I just want one yeah. kid that could kick, man. What's the furthest you kicked in those ages? Like six to nine? Um, oh, I know I struggled. I struggled for like three years straight. Just mm -hmm. couldn't get past 30. Re <laughs> Still 30 yards. Bro, <laughs> did you say I was struggling with 30 yards? I struggled with the kid yeah. kicking the ball and hitting off the back of my other lineman that are in front of him, man. <laughs> just get just get, get off the tee. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Let me. Can I, I'm going to jump around here a little bit, but what are you looking forward to going to the Miami Hurricanes? Because, you know, again, I told you before Ian the McCain, show. That's special. Uh, that, is, that is something that a lot of people, you know, wish they can do. I don't care if they go to different colleges right now. They wish they could throw up to you. <laughs> okay. It's something that's, that's, that's like, a, like a brotherhood. You know what I mean? So what does that mean to you going there and then being with your older brother, Jose? Um, it, it means a lot because ever since I was little, and even my dad, ever since he was little, he was always a big UM fan. Oh, good. Um, and I grew up being a UM fan, so that's like it's like a dream come true. Absolutely, man. I can imagine being mentioned with all the greats, all, all the great Miami yeah. Hurricanes. You're going to be on a 30 for 30 one day, bro. Like, <laughs> you're going to be on one, man. So talk to me a little bit about your favorite kick. What yeah, was your favorite, favorite kick yeah. so far before you get into your season, senior season here? What's been your favorite kick, one you enjoyed the most that you'll never forget? Uh, probably has to be my 57 against Central this year. Oh, oh Central. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. So, so, so walk us through the situation here. What happened? Um. So, like before the game, everyone was saying that we were gonna get blown out. That oh, we wow. were gonna, Um. And like I think before that kick, I think we were like I think it was tied. I think it was zero zero. It was still it was going. It was leading into halftime. And my my head coach, Coach Jones, he has a lot of trust in me. So yeah, um, I would but, imagine so. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like fourth and six, fourth and five, something like that. And then. He asked me, I was like, you want to go for it? And I was pumped up. I had adrenaline running, everything. <laughs> you ready to go. And then I was like, let's do it. Plus, since I already kicked that 56 against Pahokia, I had a lot of confidence in me. Right. So just went out there and then kicked it, watched it go in. And, I mean, I've I've got friends that go to Central, but I've never really – I've always had some, like, rivalry against them since I went to right. right my freshman sophomore year. Right. So already now I was I was talking crap just <laughs> looking at their sideline, throwing the rockets down and all that. So Man. And, you, and you made the kick by a mile because it's actually it's on your huddle, and I was going through the huddle yeah. and I actually saw that kick, and I mean you had at least another ten yards <laughs> on that kick before uh, it was even I, close. I think it would have been good from like sixty sixty one maybe. Man, wow. Speaking of speaking of sixties, we're we're now we're talking big big boy numbers, okay? You know, what I mean, we're talking big boy numbers. I'm gonna share my uh, we're I'm gonna share my screen here with you because I wanna I wanna just talk about a few clips I see here, bro. When I saw this on YouTube, okay, and and he, first of all, looking at this video, I don't believe you're five eleven. You're how tall are you? Uh, I mean, in that video, I was five eleven. Okay, I think now I haven't really like measured, but right. I, I'm probably like six. Maybe six one. Right, so you got like quarantine tall, huh? You got like <laughs> that's right, <laughs> COVID tall. Okay, so I, but I'm more, I'm looking at this kick, man. I'm looking at all these markers. I I told George when he kicked this, the only person I felt bad on the uh, for this video was the guy that's behind the field goal that's got to bring the ball back, like like that guy that's all the way back there. That's all oh, this sucks. I got to throw it seventy yards, but there has to be a relay, man. But <laughs> look at this kick, man. Look at the form. I mean, what's going through your head? I mean, this is great. Look at this freaking bomb. That's easy. He, that's easy. He knew it was good as soon as it left. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's like, yep, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are some of the forms and techniques or, or things that you have to do to, to continuously kick like this? You know what I mean? I, I could imagine that it's hours spent, right? Uh, years. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, like, I'm not perfect in my mm-hmm. technique. I still have some things I got to touch up on, but it still takes a lot of time to get the technique going to right. where it's just muscle memory so you're doing the same thing kick after kick after kick so it it, it takes a lot of like mental mental strength to really be right like technically sound with it right so that's what i mean it's just amazing and then we saw this the, the punt here oh, for yeah, 42 punt. yards 4.3 hang time jesus that's amazing that's that's the funny part what's that <laughs> i don't i don't like punting you don't like to do no this? Like <laughs> Bro, this is 40 million. What do you mean? <laughs> this is 40 million dollars to kick it. And maybe keep it away from people that, that run kicks. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you something. When you kick off like this, do you, I, I don't imagine anybody returning the kick, do they? Do they return the kick on you? No, nah, uh, uh, touchback in high school is 60, I think. Yeah, 60. Yeah, so you're kicking it out the back of the end zone anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so why do even 11 guys even show up on the field? You know what I mean? Just like you got there by yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's, hold on, Andres is going out there. Yeah, don't don't go out there. We can get there. We can imagine get, imagine being on that kickoff team. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to run. I don't. I just got to sprint lane, these ten yards. Lane integrity. Yeah, like lane integrity doesn't matter. Right. Go at the end zone. What did they tell the coach? Like the coach, I like, make sure you stay in your lane. Why? 
It's going up the back of the end, and I'm going to give a great 10 yards here, and that's pretty much it. Now, have uh, you ever had you someone you? try to return it? Like actually return it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Really? Now I was looking at I was looking at your I was looking at your stats. Yeah. And a couple of your measurables, and I saw your forty time, and that's a little a little under you underestimated there with your speed. You right? You you got you clocked in at a four nine six. Oh, that was freshman year. That was your freshman. Oh year. my gosh! I, we apologize. What is the senior time? What are we running now, buddy? Oh, uh, I haven't I haven't really clocked my forty, but um, a lot of people say that I'm probably like at like a four seven maybe. Please tell me you've hawked someone down. Yeah. Please tell oh, yeah. me what's happened. In, in high school, I have three, four tackles. Oh, really? You got to tell me about them. Is that on the you huddle? Tell me about them. Um, they were all on kickoffs. It was my freshman and sophomore year because right. I had, like I, I wasn't as consistent in kickoffs yet. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes my kickoff like return team they'll just think it's going inside the end zone. The next you know it lands at like the two, mm-hmm. and then they gotta actually. Pay attention. Run. They got to actually yeah. go. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. He is short. It went short. <laughs> yeah. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. Um. So he was just coming down the sideline, and mm-hmm. I what I always do, I just go straight for the knees, just run, <laughs> just you know, take him out, take yeah. him out. Yeah. Gonna make a flip or something, and then he just came in. It was on our sideline too, so just came in, hit him in the knees, make him do a little flip, and I just got up like it was nothing. Man, it's got to be exciting as a, as a player on the, you know, I used to play in college and it was exciting to see even a kicker go down there and make a tackle. Like you get pumped. It's almost like Absolutely. a quarterback running oh, and yeah. trying to truck somebody over. Seeing the kicker just blast somebody is freaking, you just get pumped like, oh God, our whole team is jacked. <laughs> a lot of people think that just because I'm a kicker, I don't know how to tackle. Like, right. Right. That's what I'm saying. He comes but, with that like, stigma. Kickers are athletes. Kickers <laughs> are athletes. <laughs> My favorite video is watching Pat McAfee mm. from, from oh, the Indianapolis yeah. Colts when he was a punter for them. Just yep. destroy people. Yep. Mm. Just destroy people on the sideline. Now, you're going to the U. Yeah. I know your brother's there, so you can't you can't pick your brother. Nobody <laughs> asked you. Who is your all-time favorite hurricane? Oh, yeah. And why? It's a good one, man. Can't so pick many. Your brother now. Can't pick your brother. There's so many um, great ones. Hall of Famer. It, you can you can create an all twenty two team of just Hall of Famers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um it's probably has the, the usual Ray Lewis. Yeah. Ray? That's, Why? That's um I just like his mindset mm-hmm. on how he he goes with everything in life. Right. Like he's he's never negative. He's always positive, always tries to pump himself up. Right, and I, that's that's one thing I like about him. You know, I, I'm 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 gonna jump in there, man. I'm a hurricane guy. My all-time favorite is Ed Reed, man. I mean, I just liked. I, I mean, watching the thirty for thirty because you don't get to see the locker room. You know, when they're mic'd up or whatever the case was. I've always liked him when I was young enough. You know, and back in my heyday, <laughs> hate to sound like I'm old, but in my heyday, we used to. I, that's who I wanted to play like. That's who I wanted to be like. That's who I wanted to hit like every Saturday. I never missed a game. I wanted to I wanted to be like Ed Reed, so he was he was great too. And it's good to to even say that you say Ray Lewis, man, because they're best friends. So I'm telling you, Andres, this is this is great between me and you. You're you're Ray Lewis. I'm Ed Reed. We're we're in there, buddy. We're <laughs> we're locked in for life now. Okay. Um, <laughs> my other thing to you is your your major, man. What what are you gonna major in? What are, and why are you gonna major? Uh, I'm probably gonna major in sports management. Okay. Because. Uh, one, I just want to stay, like, in the sports world. Right. And uh, second, I just, like, I would like to be, like, a coach or something like that just to give back what I've learned. Man, especially awesome. to, like, younger younger kickers trying to, like, 
make it big. So. Well, when you when you get done with school and your career and you want to give back, come back to Tampa and help me right. train other kickers because I need to I teach. That's the one thing I can't teach is how to tell somebody how to kick a ball. You know what I mean? That's that's the only problem I'm having with you having this kicking game though. Do you do you work on a lot of onside kicks as well? Because I know you got clearly you got the deep game. Clearly you can kick it wherever you want to on the field. You could put it in the corner. Do you work on onside kicks? Because I can imagine that that's going to be huge as um, you go on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how long do you spend working on it? And some of the, what, what what have you found as far as the techniques that that are some kickers don't do that you need to do or whatever the case may be. Um, for onside kicks, I usually just do normal field goal steps. Really. And I honestly don't really like think about it. I just hit right. pretty much just hit like the top quarter of the ball. Right. So I just hit and bounce. So you can get a good, and that's what I'm saying. It's hard, man. I, I have to admit something stupid here. I've tried to teach 13 year old, 14 year old kids how to do this, and in doing so, I almost broke my damn toe, <laughs> kicking the ball with the quarters because I drive too hard on top of it and I almost drove right to the ground, and almost yeah. broke my foot, man. It was ridiculous. That's how I knew. I was like, I, I got to stay. I'm never going to coach this position ever. <laughs> So as you get ready to go to Miami here in a year after your senior year is over, what is one game that you're like, man, if I can kick in a game, this Ooh. is the game I want to kick in? Yeah. What are you looking forward to? FSU. Ah, I oh, knew it. I knew it. I knew it. He immediately knew it. <laughs> I knew it. That's that's the game. Oh, my gosh. Bro, I'm, I'm and you know FSU with their history, they're going to either go left or right. They're never going to go down the middle. <laughs> so we're, we're, the middle. Yeah, yeah. And we got, we got Andreas and Jose, so we're good. We're that's a game winner right there, man. That's awesome, man. Cool is about playing with your brother. Because that's yeah. got to be pretty cool that you're going up there now. Yeah. You get to play with him uh, there. So talk a little about that. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to be able to play with him. He's he's a fifth-year senior. Oh, so okay. He leaves, and then I go in. So Okay. But he, I'm sure he's got – I'm sure it's a setup for you to – Hey, bro, let me tell yeah. you about University of Miami. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. He's like, he's like my inside man telling me right. what inside to scoop. look out for. Let me ask you this also, man. So, well, I'm not even asking. I'm, I'm going to put a statement out there. Just so you know, me and George, we were talking about it. And, and looking at how far you can kick a field goal, man, you know you're like a freaking coach's dream, right? Like, I don't have to – we don't have to call the greatest play ever. As long nope. as uh, – all I have to do is get to the 35. If I get to the 35, no, 40, that. we're good to go. Get to, the, get to the 45 and you're good. That's 52 yards from there. That's and then, easy money. That's all we're doing. Then we're just asking which way do you which, – which hash do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the left hash? <laughs> you want to be on the right hash? It's up to Andreas. It's a 65-yarder. You're, you're a freaking coach's dream, man. Hey, on the show, man, we like to do this game, right? We have this game called This and That, okay? This and That is just a series yeah. of questions that we ask. We, we keep these from you. There's nothing bad, just comparisons of what you would like to do. Um, yeah. But we, we like to play this game with, with a lot of the commits and, and the high school kids just to put them on the spot and get a, get a couple feel of, of who they are and where they're coming from. You know what I mean? All right, All right, George so got your the, questions for you. The very first one, very first one, Tom Brady or Peyton mm-hmm. Manning? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, Ooh. man. Yeah. Here's a good one. Michael Jordan or LeBron? LeBron. Oh. Really? Really? <laughs> Is it just a generation thing or what? Did you not watch the documentary? I did. Yeah. I did, but <laughs> I, I still, I still, I'm stick with LeBron. That's cool, man. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you have one free throw. One free throw. Right. And you make it, you get a million bucks. But if you miss it, you can never send a text message again. Ooh. Do you take the shot? Ooh. You taking the shot? Taking the shot. Yeah. <laughs> that confident, you huh? Once. You got to take, take risks sometimes. 
Yeah, man. It's true. Uh, so you're you're okay with bucks. Yeah, you're okay with missing then. You don't text that much. You're not a texter. Nah, nah. So <laughs> you're good to go either it. way. It's a win-win for him. Yeah, All right, when you eat food, are you a blue cheese guy or ranch? Uh, what do you like with ranch. the wings? Ranch? Ranch. Wow, that's not My bad. Man. Yeah. My man. Favorite animal, dogs or cats? Dogs. Why? Yeah, that's that's a good kid. You're a good kid. I'm allergic I mean, to cats. I just I just never liked cats. <laughs> never. Never liked <laughs> it. <laughs> I got two more for you. Two more. Instagram stories or Snapchat? Ooh, uh. Oh, so, that, so that's a tough question. Not LeBron and MJ. That's a tough question for you. LeBron. <laughs> Snapchat or Instagram? He's like, I got to think about it. Yeah, right. it's Instagram. I'm going with Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Wow. Okay. You were almost stumped on that one, bro. <laughs> recently, and then recently we had a PS5 got announced. It's coming out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you an Xbox or PS5 guy? PS5. I got a PS4 right now, so I got to... There you go. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta. I'm man. I've been eyeing that thing. I, I gotta grab me one too, man. Yeah. And then the last question we like to ask all of our players are on, because we've been hearing some crazy superstitions yep. before game day. Yeah. Yep. And I can only imagine you being a kicker. I'm actually two of them. One is you have a pregame superstition, mm-hmm. and then two, do you have a kick superstition like before a kick, a big kick? Is there something you do each time or before maybe it's before every kick, you do something each time. So walk us through but pregame first. Okay, so pregame, uh I gotta always cause I always wear a sleeve, so on my left arm. So before the game starts, I'll always have it like rolled up, like well rolled down to a specific length. Mm-hmm. And if it goes past that and I don't notice it, I'm gonna like it feels weird. That's that's my premium one. I also got to get my my right wrist taped. Really? Um, yeah, it's it's Miami swag. <laughs> Bro, I, trust it's me, it's good. You that's good. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you Tampa guys don't know what, what this is. <laughs> um, and then like in game, I have for for kickoffs. Um, I like kiss my my um my cleats. Mm-hmm. So I like. Put the ball down and then just tap my cleats. That's awesome, man. Um, for field goal, um, whenever I'm about to take my steps, I always touch my holder on his left shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then I take my steps from there. And then once I'm back, I got to always take a deep breath mm. so then I could just calm down. I saw on the, on the when you kick off, right before you kick off, you do like a little twitch. Which is your shoulders? Like uh, you yeah, look, that's, that's just that's just to keep my body from well, pretty much just keeping my my shoulders like straight to mm-hmm. where I want the ball to go. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, thought it was one of those Kevin Durant things because you know when Kevin Durant he does <laughs> when he gets ready to shoot his free throws, he does that yeah. little a little shimmy, a little. That's awesome, man. Look, man, we don't want to take too much of your time. We know you're busy, man. We really appreciate you coming onto the show. Again, man, you are always more than welcome. You hit us up on Twitter like you always do, man. Just say what's up, and trust me, I'll tell you. You, you want to do an interview at 2 o'clock in the morning, you and your buddies we at Miami, it. you got, got it. You got it, man. We fire this thing up, and we got you guys, okay? okay and congratulations are going to the U. Absolutely. Best of luck, and, and we're definitely going to follow you throughout the career, man. Big shout-out to, to you and your brother for doing great things. I know your family's got to be proud of you. Um, and your brother for all the great things you guys are doing, man. So keep it up. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it. Well, man, that's all the time we got. I want to thank both of our guests, Steve Costa, for coming on and talking about YSR. That website is going to, I mean, it's going to change everything with you. Sports It's going to blow up. That thing's going to be beautiful. Thank you to our five-star kicker down in Miami. You know I love it, man. I love a, another commit to the U. 
Uh, Mr. Andres, man, I, I thank you so much for joining us on the show. All you on the clock fans, I hope you loved it. George, what do you think, man? How do you feel about today? It was it was a great show. Thank you everybody for joining. If you're interested in advertising on the show, send us an email on ontheclock20 at gmo.com. Otherwise, if you like today's podcast, hit subscribe. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio by simply searching on the clock. Until next time, you're on the clock.